all coming up uh, right around, I want to say, is it 6.20 or 6.30? Do we come up with an official airtime for tomorrow, Dave? Uh, the Springfield game will start pregame at 6.20, and Urson will be going for pregame at 6.30. So it is Western Reserve and Springfield, as you said, at 6.20. Western Reserve 4-3. and three. Springfield is 6-0. and oh. And that is a rematch of a Week 2 game won by Springfield, 31 to nothing. And we'll hear from the coaches later, Dave, but, you know, talking to the Western Reserve coaching staff, they think they gave Springfield their best game of the year, and I happen to agree with them. Yeah, that was a really good, hard-fought game in Week 2. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Western Reserve has corrected since Week 2 and see how they're going to, as they put it, tame the Tiger. You know, it'll be interesting, a good quote from that interview coming up here in, in a little bit, but uh, even Coach even mentioned how they were a little vanilla in that first matchup. And over on Western Reserve Radio 2, Matt and Tim will have Villa Angela St. Joe and Ursuline. Villa Angela St. Joe won their first game of the year last week in the opening round of the playoffs. Ursuline, of course, had the bye. They are 4-2. and two. Games coming up in the Valley tonight, and of course, stay tuned to the Western Reserve Radio Twitter tonight if you're out and about, or even if you're just home watching some college football. We'll try to keep you updated on all the games going on in the Valley. A quick rundown of games. You going to do this with me, Dave, or do you want me to take it? Go ahead and take it for now, Mark. All right, in Division Two coming up tonight, Twinsburg is at Austintown Fitch. Maple Heights is at Warren Harding. Boardman on the road at Painesville Riverside. In Division Three, Howland is at 6-0 Chardon. Hubbard 5-2 at 6-1 Geneva. That is one of the games we should have updates for you tonight. Cheney at New Philadelphia. Niles travels to Streetsboro. Again, another game we'll have updates for you tonight on our social media. Kenson is at Canfield. In Division 7 tonight, Lowellville versus Warren John F. Kennedy. Please note, if you're going to that game, it is not at Mollenkopf Stadium. It is at Liberty tonight for a 7 o'clock kickoff. Buckeye Central is at Lepernia. Donald is there working on that beautiful new complex to begin football play for next year. Yeah, looking forward to seeing what that field is going to look like next year. Yeah, the, the old press box was, uh, was not conducive to a huskier gentleman, and we'll just or, leave it at or, that. Or many husky gentlemen. Right, which we try to put, I believe, three in that booth at one point. Yes, we did. Very tight-fitting. <laughs> is at McDonald. The game's coming up on Saturday. Gerard is at Canal Fulton Northwest. Salem and Poland get together in an old Mahoning Valley Conference rivalry. East Liverpool and West Branch rematch from an earlier game played this year, won by West Branch. Again, Cleveland Villa Angeles St. Joe at Ursuline on Western Reserve Radio 2 beginning at 6.30. In Division 5, Cadez Harrison Central is at South Range. Cardinal Mooney travels to Garfield to take on the undefeated G-Men. And Southeast is at Crestview. In Division 6, of course, the game here on Western Reserve Radio, Western Reserve 4-3 and three at 6-0 Springfield. Jerome Hillsdale is at Pie Valley. LeBray matches up with Brookfield, and it was another rematch of two teams that matched up last year. 
uh, last, last, this past season, I should say. And Mineral Ridge heads to Creston, Norway. A little bit of a travel for the Rams to take on Creston, Norway. That is the schedule of games on tap around the Valley for Friday and Saturday. When we come back, we'll dive into some information from the head coaches. That's coming up after this timeout on Western Reserve Radio. Football League against top teams from across the nation in pursuit of a GDFL championship. And if you're looking to continue your football career after high school, college, or even the pros, go to ClevelandCobrasFootball.com or contact Jesse Caldwell at 330-416-3442. Bellaria Pizza and Italian Restaurant wishes good luck to all area teams. Bellaria has been serving our valley for over 60 years, offering daily specials along with pizza, pasta, wings, and other family favorites. Visit BellariaPizza.net to find and order a location near you. Bellaria, we sell taste one bite at a time. The only place you can find By All Means is right here on Western Reserve Radio with your host, me, Mark Means. Tuesdays from 5 to 6 o'clock right here on Western Reserve Radio and streaming live on westernreserveradio.com. football playoff preview. Join us every Friday, depending on our schedules. It'll be 5 to 6 or 6 to 7 here on Western Reserve Radio. And while we have a moment now, let's catch up with, as our very own Matt M. sat down with the head coach of the Ursuline Irish. Let's check in on that interview right now. Matt Amps, Western Reserve Digital Broadcasting, here with Ursuline High School head football coach Dan Reardon. They have Villa St. Joe's this weekend, and the Vikings obviously are going to be uh, looking to have a princess season, and hopefully the Irish will be taking care of business as always. Coach Reardon, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? We're doing well. Uh, here we are into the playoffs, uh, the, the crazy playoffs this season. Um, you guys had a bye last week because you've done well in, in the uh, regular season. This week you face a, a foe that Ursuline really doesn't see. I don't know if Ursuline's ever played them before. Um, what can you tell us about uh, Villa St. Joe's? Well, first of all, I, I had a chance to watch them last week and yeah, I had a chance to watch them in person last week, and they're a team that very, very quickly during warm-ups, I was able to tell that they have a bunch of athletes. Um, they, they have a big, tall, capable quarterback who I think he's 6'3", 6'4", throws a really nice deep ball. They, they take a lot of deep shots. team that um, two really good receivers, number one, number seven. Number seven's a tall kid. Um you know, basketball player, number one's a little bit shorter, really quick. Uh, both can run. Uh, they, they have a couple running backs, number five and number six, who run the ball effectively. And the thing that, um, you know, really – I immediately texted guys on my staff who, who weren't with me um, and told them that I can't believe their record isn't better than what it was. I mean, I mean, they're a very athletic football team, and I – I know they had some injuries throughout the season and things like that, but, um, you know, I saw a team that played at a very high level last Saturday evening. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, they definitely have our attention. Um, you know, what's your feelings on, you know, just just the type of offense and defense they're running and, you know, how you guys think you match up with that? Yeah, again, I mean, the, the their skill is definitely the strength of their team. Um, you know, they have guys who can make, make, make plays in the space and, um, you know, like I said, a couple um, quick, hard-hitting running backs. Um, you know, from a defensive perspective, they're they're a relatively simple uh, defense from a scheme perspective. Um, you know, they 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 don't show a lot of different looks, but you know, you can tell their kids know exactly where they're supposed to be and where um, you, you know what they're asked to do in that scheme. And um, you know, those are teams that. You know, their team that is really good at doing what they do defensively. Um, you know, we had a chance to, to trade some game films and things like that. And like I said, the, there were some games where, where some of the guys that I made reference to weren't playing, um, you know, due to injury. And, you know, they appear to be at full strength right now. And, um, you know, the bottom line is, you know, we're in the playoffs. They are 1-0 in the playoffs, and, and that's what matters right now. It doesn't matter what they do in the regular season. Now, what's your feelings on, obviously, you guys had a bye week. You you have time for guys that maybe are a little banged up to heal. Uh, you get some more extra practice time under your belts. But, you know, what, what is your feeling? Would you have preferred to play last week, or were you happy that you had last week off? So I think, um, first of all, that's a good question. And if if you would have asked me two weeks ago what my preference would have been, I would have said I would prefer to play. Mm-hmm. Um, now that, that said, you know, we got to buy and, and, and there's definitely a lot of positives with that. And I think it came at a good time for us because we were a little bit banged up after the movie game. And, uh, you know, it gave us an extra week to get back to full strength. And, uh, you know, that's obviously important down the stretch, um, you know, in the playoffs and, 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 and especially, you know, when you're talking about, you know, the lower divisions, you know, division four, five, six, where, um, you know, depth, it, just as far as sheer numbers typically isn't what it is, you know, when, when you look at the higher divisions. So it was something that, you know, was beneficial for us. But, but again, I'd say more often than not, I'd say, I'd say I'd rather be playing. I, it, it, but coach, uh, you know, it, it is awesome that here we are. The season obviously went faster than, than ever in the past, but we're yep. here in the playoffs and it's awesome that, uh, Saturday we're getting back to it. Uh, we're looking forward to, uh, calling the game on Saturday. Uh, Dan Reardon, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, Saturday night at YSU, Ursuline High School playing Cleveland Villa St. Joe's and it will be pregame 6.30, kickoff at 7 p.m. here on West Reserve Digital Broadcasting. Good luck, Coach. We'll talk to you on this Saturday. Sounds great. Thanks. At 7 o'clock right here on Western Reserve Radio 2, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back on the other side of this break, we'll be talking to uh, the play-by-play voice of that tandem. We'll be joined by Tim Continenza after this break here on Western Reserve Radio. Who doesn't love an adventure? If you crave something new and tasty, embark on the great dining adventure at Eastwood Mall. Whether you're dining in or getting it to go, there are more than 30 different eateries ready to please. Plan your roadmap to great dining by visiting us at eastwoodmall.com. Enjoy tantalizing tastes while supporting local businesses. 
Donald Ross Championship Design of both courses, where you can book a tee time online at MillCreekMetroParks.org. Mill Creek features a newly remodeled golf shop, new cart paths, and is a Callaway certified club fitting facility with demo days. The PGA professional staff is now accepting golf outings and leagues. For more information, call 330-740-7112 or stop by and see what all Mill Creek Golf Course has to offer you. Sandrock Concrete specializes in all types of concrete, driveways, sidewalks, basements, and garages. We also do stamp colored concrete in many different designs. We do interior and exterior stud work, regular brick and block work. Sandrock Concrete is fully insured. Call Jerry Sandrock at 330-506-0013 for an estimate. Also find them on Facebook at Sandrock Concrete LLC. Sandrock Concrete, where you deal with the owner all the time. During the fall and winter, grilling season never ends. And Gessler Propane is your local supplier. Then make sure you get your hard-earned money's worth. Why go to gas exchanges to pay higher prices for tanks not filled to capacity? Gessler Propane makes sure you're prepared for year-round grilling with 100% filled tanks at a reasonable cost. See Bob Monday through Friday, 10 to 4, and Saturday, 9 to 3 at Gessler Propane, 702 Youngstown Poland Road, Struthers, or call 330-755-9119. Gessler Propane. They got gas. Yes. Select Sportswear, located at 627 North Main Street in Niles, specializes in screen printing, embroidery, and promotional items at a competitive price. Select Sportswear customers enjoy friendly service, creative insight, and open communication from start to finish. With over 100 years of combined experience, the Select Sportswear team knows what works for you. When other printers disappoint, Select Sportswear delivers. For more information, go to SelectSportswear.com or call 330-544-8048. Looking for future leaders we can believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It includes learning to listen, accepting responsibility, being a good role model, and it's about respect. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. You're listening to WRDB, Western Reserve Digital Broadcasting, Youngstown, Warren, Salem, and around the world. Special High School Football Playoff Edition continues to on Western Reserve Radio. Mark Means and Dave Ferris. Happy to be joined on the phone by the play-by-play voice of the Ursuline broadcast on Western Reserve Radio 2. That's my longtime friend, Tim Continenza. Tim, how are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you and uh, Dave today? Well, doing good. Doing very good. You know what? On paper, this is an interesting matchup between Ursuline and Villa Angeles St. Joe's. I mean, they went 0-6 in the regular season, won their first football game last week, but a lot of speculation is they're a team that had a lot of injuries, and they're getting healthy at the right time. Are you still with us, Tim? I believe we've lost Dave, or Tim, Dave. Yeah, let me check on that. Uh, I'll be right back with you. Yep, we did lose him. <laughs> a little bit of a cell phone issue there with Tim. We'll get him back here in just a moment. Uh, again, the game's coming up here on Western Reserve Radio. 
this weekend. Both of those are tomorrow. Cleveland, Villa Angeles, St. Joe's, okay, and Ursula, and Western Reserve, and Springfield. Are you back with us, Tim? Yes, I am. Sorry for the disconnection. No problem. You know, this is a team getting healthy at the right time, and that can be scary. Yeah, this uh, Villa Andrews St. Joe's team is is kind of kind of odd to talk about because they lost their first six games of the season in the regular season, but they played quality teams. They played you know a nice schedule where they they challenged themselves. They played Garfield early in the season. They lost only by a point in that ball game, thirty five thirty four. They got shut out a couple different times this year, and then. Uh, you know, last week they went on the road to Fairless in Navarre, Ohio, and, you know, won by 11, 28-17. This is going to be, you know, an interesting thing to see how Ursland handles it. They have some big kids up front, and they got a big quarterback in Kevin Eisman, who's uh, 6'4", 185 pounds, uh, a senior quarterback who's been playing, and, you know, you can't discount the fact that he's being coached by Elvis Gerbach, a former NFL player. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, you know that doesn't hurt when you're a high school player being coached by you know a, a former quarterback for that college, and we'll just leave it at that. I'm sure everyone can draw their conclusions, and uh, and the Baltimore Ravens where you're going to develop a, a quarterback, and it's interesting because I mean you look at you know St. Joe's comes off a big win last week, Ursuline off last week, earning the bye, and you know you ask yourself the question, what position would you rather be in? Would you rather be coming off a big upset? victory would you rather be coming off a bye week where you practice and hopefully just healed up i think most coaches would rather play than have a bye week uh i do believe like you just mentioned the benefit is you get your team healthy and there's no question in my mind that is a good thing for ursland uh they've been missing dean boyd their wide receiver a 6'4 185 pound junior receiver the last two weeks of the season and you know, he also plays defensive back for them. So I honestly do believe players like him having that extra week off can only help the Irish as they get ready for the game with the Vikings. But uh, I think if you talk to most coaches, they'd rather not have that interruption in the season. But this is the way it is in 2020. Yeah, it, it's unique, and I, I do wonder what the future will hold for the playoffs. But right now, you know, you're focusing in on the Irish that finished the year four and two. Uh, they got uh, you know everything they expected two weeks back from Cardinal Mooney in a hard-fought ball game. So you know they've played a tough schedule. They've been challenged. We'll just we'll have to see if they're able to put it all together coming up tomorrow night. Yeah, you know the Irish have a lot of really talented. Uh, players on the offense. I mean, you talk about Brady, uh, Brady Shannon at quarterback. He's six three, two hundred pounder. He's only a junior. Uh, you know, he's playing ahead of Matthew Reardon, the, the son's, uh, or actually the head coach's son, who's also was a quarterback prior. Uh, he does throw the ball out of the wide receiver over the wild card, wild cat uh, position at times, but. You look at their running backs. They got three running backs that, when healthy, is a nice tandem to use for uh, for the Irish in McElroy, Hill, and Walker. And when I look at those three, and then you add in, you know, a Matthew Reardon, and you know, Dean Boyd, I think this team has the potential to really put up a lot of points 
this time of the year and really uh, kind of make other teams play catch-up throughout the day. You know, Tim, this is a team you followed all year long, so it makes me wonder, you know, if you're a high school student, you look at the records, you look at the comparisons of the two football teams, and, uh, you know, it's up to, to Coach Reardon and the staff to keep them focused, not thinking they could just show up tomorrow night and walk over Bill Angela St. Joe's and head on to round three. Yeah, and, you know, you know, like you said earlier, having that bye week, maybe being a little rusty coming in, you don't want to get behind um, – Villa Angeles St. Joe's early. And they have, like, you know, I'm sure you've heard about, they have some talent on that team. Kevin Eisman, he's a 6'4 quarterback. I mentioned they have Jordan Dean. He's a 6'3 receiver. They got Lavelle Smith and Macklin Malin as running backs. They have some players. Uh, they have played a very competitive schedule. They did lose all the regular season games. But when they had to go on the road in a playoff game in a must-win situation, they really played well last week. I got to watch some of that game on YouTube this week. And you can see uh, the the basis of this team and what they're trying to achieve. And I think it's really the first couple quarters are going to be very important to uh, Ursula's defense to try to come up big, make some plays, and then and in the process – really uh, control the game, get the ball in the hands of the playmakers on the offensive side of the ball and try to get an early lead and make Villa and St. Joe's try to play catch-up. You know, Tim, it makes me wonder, you look at the schedule, five of the six regular season games for Ursuline, they scheduled up, meaning a, a bigger school in a bigger division, and the only one that was either equal or down was the Cardinal Mooney matchup, which is, is always going to happen, and they're a D5 this year. So how much do you think that difficult schedule is going to help them not only this week, but potentially down the road? Oh, there's no question, and... The good thing about that is they were on the road. They went up to you know, Harding to play uh, the Raiders, and that was a tough-notch game where they led most of that game up until the final minutes of that game. And I think they learned you know, about closing out a ball game, not leaving and plays on the field where they think they have a chance you know, to get by on. And as you get into the playoffs, you know every play matters. And you know Coach Ritter – and his success that he has had in his career, he's gonna he's gonna focus on that. There's no question in my mind that this team will be prepared to play. And really comes down to turnovers, in my opinion. If the Irish either creates turnovers defensively or often stay away from turnovers, they're gonna have a chance to do you know some special things. The most interesting in my mind is Coach Ridden is such a wild card coach in my mind as that he'll go on fourth down at any time. He'll go for twos at any time. Does he put himself in a situation where he lets another team stay in the ball game by gambling a little too soon or too often? That's my biggest question, Mark, going into the playoffs because, as you know, Mark, anytime you let another team stay in a ball game longer than they should, the more confidence they get and the opportunity for an upset. One last question for you, Tim, before we let you go. You look at the Vikings, you know, they're 1-6, but of the seven games they've played, they only played two home games this year, and they've actually played, this will be their fourth straight on the road. It's hard to win a road playoff game, but having the experience of being a road team, can that help them tomorrow night? 
I think it can. Uh, you know, like you said, they're not afraid to get on the bus and travel, and they have done that this year. And they've done it, as you mentioned, four times already, four in a row. Really, I think it's going to come down to, Mark, is can uh, the Villa Angel St. Joe's Vikings offense score enough points to stay with the Ursuline Irish uh, on Saturday night? Because when you look at the Vikings, they're averaging just under 14 points per ball game this year, while the Irish are averaging almost 32 points per ball game. So, to me, that's going to be the biggest stat to look at. Can they get on the scoreboard enough to compete against this high-powered offense that Dan Reardon and the uh, the the fighting Irish from Ursuline have? That will be what we'll find out tomorrow night, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff, right here on Western Reserve Radio 2 with Tim Continenza and Matt Emsch. Tim will be listening tomorrow night. Thank you very much. My pleasure. That was Tim Continenza, play-by-play voice of Ursuline Football at Western Reserve Radio 2. Going to take a timeout. When we come back, we will flip over to the Springfield Western Reserve game, and we'll preview that for you next here on Western Reserve Radio. Looking for a fun, family-friendly outdoor activity? Here at God's Country ATV Tours, we offer guided tours on our 84-acre course. First-time riders, experienced, a couple, or a family, we promise an awesome time on our trails. Ride around woods, lakes, hills, and open grasslands. Rent our ATVs or bring your own to ride. Our beautiful lodge can be rented for parties, weddings, and events. Other activities include rowboats, cornhole, buffalo feeding, and a giant playground for the kids. For more information and pricing, visit us on Facebook at God's Country ATV Tours. Sandlock Concrete specializes in all types of concrete, driveways, sidewalks, basements, and garages. We also do stamp colored concrete in many different designs. We do interior and exterior stonework, regular brick and block work. Sandrock Concrete is fully insured. Call Jerry Sandrock at 330-506-0013 for an estimate. Also find them on Facebook at Sandrock Concrete LLC. Sandrock Concrete, where you deal with the owner all the time. So, are you enjoying our station? Well, now you can take us along on your mobile device wherever you go. The free Live 365 app is available for both Apple and Android devices. That sounds like fun. I'll give it a try. Just go to the Apple app or Google Play Store and download it today. You're listening to WRTV, Western Reserve Digital Broadcasting, Youngstown, Orange, Salem, and around the world. for high school football preview show. Catch us every Friday here on Western Reserve Radio, preparing you for all the big games in the Valley and the matchups on Western Reserve Radio 1 and 2. On Western Reserve Radio 1 tomorrow night, beginning at 6.20, it is Western Reserve at Springfield, a rematch of a Week 2 matchup won by Springfield, 31 to nothing. The Blue Devils are 4-3. and three. Springfield comes into the game at 6-0 and... You know what, Dave? A lot of people think this game might be one-sided, but I, if Western Reserve can stay in the game early, I think they can give the Tigers a bit of a challenge. Yeah, I do too. Western Reserve actually started looking better as the season progressed this year. I don't think this is going to be the same team that Springfield saw in Week 2. I think Springfield's figured out a lot since then, and it's going to be, I think it's going to be quite the game tomorrow night. 
time for our first interview. And earlier this week, I had a chance to sit down with first-year head coach Jason Lude of the Western Reserve Blue Devils, who, by the way, Dave, is also an alumni. So he picked up his first win at home and his first playoff victory in their win last week. And let's check in with my conversation with Coach Lude right now. Pre-game show continues, joined by the head coach of the Western Reserve Blue Devils. And first off, Coach, congratulations. You get that first home win, you get that first playoff victory. It's got to feel good. I feel it's really good. I'm really proud of our guys. They've had a hectic year, you know, not just season. The last nine months has been uh, really crazy for them. So I'm proud of our players and especially our senior class. They've been through a lot. and They really came together last week and put forth their best game of the season. You go back to that game against Columbiana, and that was a close game for a little while till you pulled away. It seemed like you tried to be as balanced as you could be last week against the Clippers. Yes, yes. Uh, we, we got off to a great start for the first time this season. I thought we really put our best foot forward to start the game. Jumped out 14 nothing right away. Uh, they made a run there in the second quarter and tied it up. And then uh, our guys, what they did better than anything last week, they played with great enthusiasm. They picked each other up. I felt like we celebrated all our big plays, and it really made a big difference. Coach, you look at this matchup tonight against Springfield, and it's a familiar opponent. Do you think that is helpful or not, already having a little bit of an idea what this team is going to do, try, try to do against you tonight? I definitely think it's helpful. Uh, you know, we were able to go back and teach off of that film and show our guys how close, you know, we really felt that game was. Obviously, the score ended up 31 nothing, and 31 nothing at the end of the day is 31 nothing. But we put ourselves in position to make some plays. You know, we had four opportunities inside the 20. One time we got all the way to the two-yard line, and we just didn't finish some drives on offense. And defensively, you know, we felt like we held them to 24 points defensively, and us offensively gave them a possession on the one-yard line to punch it in. Um, I don't think anyone else has come close to holding them to that. So, uh, obviously, we had a, a good game plan the first time around. We held the ball a lot. I think we had it for about 37 or 38 minutes. Um, so, we got to definitely adjust some things. Uh, but there's a lot of good stuff to teach off of on film, and I know our guys have been doing that this week. Based on that, without giving us too much, what did you see where you needed to, to make some adjustments or fine-tune some things for tonight's matchup? Uh, 21's a special, special player. One of the best players probably in the state of Ohio. We always got to have awareness, you know, where he is. He made some big-time throws in that first game. He was all over the place on defense when he was in the game on that side of the ball. And offensively, no play is ever dead. There was a couple times we thought we had him wrapped up in the backfield, and next thing you know, he squirts through, you know, for a 10-yard gain. And he had probably, you know, one of the best touchdown runs I've ever seen, you know, standing on the sideline. So uh, he's a he's a special player. We just got to always know where he's at. When you when you look at this matchup and the familiarity with it, uh, uh, how does it, it change the kind of the way you may do things? Is this a game where uh, you may have had a special play you worked on all year long, and then maybe it's time to kind of pull it out of the playbook and see if you can execute it? Oh, for sure. We, uh, you know, the first time we played them, we got them week two, and obviously we got our program started a little bit late here. Um, we were very, very basic, we felt. Uh, we, we wanted our kids to come out there and, you know, not bow down to the Tiger was kind of what we preached that whole week. Uh, that's kind of been a problem here in the past. That's what I found out when I got here and every meeting I had with each player and coaches from the past was they said, pretend to bow down to the Tiger. So we made that a very, 
important thing heading into that first week. We just wanted our guys to show some fight, and we feel like we did that. we got to get much better at the football end of things. So I feel like we've really started to open up lately. The quarterback's starting to make some shots. Uh, we got a really we got three good tailbacks that we can rotate in the game, and uh, I'm excited for the opportunity for sure. Coach, it is your seventh game of the year. Do you come in with any injury concerns? Uh, we're banged up, but I'm sure everyone is. I think the limited offseason has hurt everyone in the state of Ohio this year. You know, I, I know a lot of guys are itching to get to that offseason, either get their weight room, you know, going. Uh, we've lifted since I've got here, even into the season, and I think that's helped some. But I'm sure everyone's banged up across the board. Uh, we're going to be as healthy as we've been in a while next week, so we're or this week, so we're excited for that. Finally, Coach, you're standing in front of your team. What do you tell your student-athletes, you know, gentlemen, if we accomplish this one thing, we've got a good shot at getting a win and moving on tonight? Have fun. That's been the most important thing that we've been preaching the last couple weeks, and I thought we finally did that last week. You know, a lot of times we preach trying to be perfect, ourselves as coaches included. And sometimes when you try so hard to be per- perfect, you lose sight of who you are as a coach, who you are as a player, and it's just not very fun. So we want to throw all that out the window. We want our guys to go out there and have fun this week, and I think if we do that, we'll give ourselves a chance. Coach, appreciate the time as always. Good luck tonight, and thank you. Thank you very much. Our special edition of By All Means, the high school football preview show, continues here on Western Reserve Radio. Before the break, you heard from Coach Lude, first-year head coach of the Western Reserve Blue Devils. Now here's our chance to talk to the head coach of the Springfield Tigers. Let's check in on that interview right now. Pre-game show continues, joined by the head coach of the Springfield Tigers and Coach Guerrero. Take us back to the last week. How did you handle having a bye in the first round? Uh, it was something we really haven't haven't ever had to face so with our with our staff and with our kids uh, to uh, trying to lighten up a little bit we tried to shorten down some practices uh, narrow our focus on a few things that we thought we needed to prove uh, tried to hit some things uh, that we haven't touched maybe kind of neglected whether it's ball security tackling doing the things sometimes you don't get to that you want to get to so uh, I, I thought we kind of, you know what I mean, went, took a step back with our basics uh, and still tried to uh, put a couple new wrinkles that we can work on. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to use in the next couple weeks. Playing a team you're familiar with and playing Western Reserve back in week two, is it a benefit or is it a detriment to, to already know a little bit about them? I think it's a benefit. Obviously, if you see the team, uh, like we faced Western Reserve week two, uh, in, in watching the past couple films with them, obviously I, I feel like they've gotten a lot better uh i mean they're 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 very good up front i kind of feel like they've kind of kind of their offense has evolved over the past four weeks uh going into this so i mean i i definitely think they look a lot better they're a lot more sound uh i think scheme wise they're a little bit more comfortable they they ran a lot of a lot of a tight formation where they had a lot of linemen in and i think they're going to try to spread it out you know what i mean on us and and use their, their their athleticism a little bit more. You look at the final score of that Week 2 matchup, and it really doesn't reflect how close it was early on and in the first half. What do you take from that as you, you plan your adjustments to attack them going into this round of the playoffs? Well, I think for us, uh, definitely in the first half, we, we got to get them off the field. I think they we kind of... Uh, on third down, they made some they made some conversions where that kind of killed us. Where if we can get them off the field and get our offense rolling, I mean, I, I definitely think that's when we're at our best. So we, we definitely focused on our third down and making sure we can get them off the field and 
and, and I think they got two two fourth down conversions uh, in the first half too. So we just need to make sure we get them off the field. We can get our offense on the field and see if we can score some points. I know the crowds aren't going to be what they normally would be for a home playoff game, but uh, what is the benefit to being at home in front of your fans in a place where your team is comfortable in round two of the postseason? Well, I just think with us, anytime you can have a, uh, a home game, you know, what I mean, the, the kids get a little bit more time to, to rest. We don't have to, you know, I mean, leave early and travel and do those type of things. So I, I think our kids uh, love playing at this stadium. I feel like we got one of the one of the best stadiums uh, in Division Six uh, for a small school. So uh, our kids love to play here, just with the tradition of you know what I mean, the rock that we have and, and things of those that nature. I just think you mean our, our our kids love being here and 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 happy that we're able to play at home. How do you think the opening round went? You look around the state of Ohio and a lot of matchups were were definitely one-sided. Would you be happy with the version of this playoff format in the future, or do you think this might just be a one-year issue and then hopefully we're back to normal next fall? I, I think they're going to only do this for, for one year. I don't think that they'll, uh, they'll, they'll cut the season down uh, to six games. Uh, I don't think it'll be that. Now, I don't know if they'll open it up a little bit more. Obviously, they said 12 teams. Uh, I, I'm not a I guess in seeing through it, we were kind of healthy. I'm not a favor of the buy, uh, but right now with the decisions that they're making, I don't. I mean, I don't know if they're asking any head coach. Uh, I mean, I think they're just kind of thinking money right now in the decisions that they make, and they wanted to have some more games. And obviously, with having everybody make it, to, I mean, a good thing. But I, even if they went to maybe 16 teams, uh, and you played from there. Uh, but I think with making 12, I, I just, you I mean, seeing this buy, I would have rather, I mean, coming from last year where I felt like we had things rolling, uh, I, I was very happy with us playing. I, I would have rather played the game last week. So were you able to heal up this week, Coach, heading into tonight's matchup again with Western Reserve? Yeah, we, we didn't have too many, uh, I mean, just a couple bumps and bruises that we have. And like I said, we lightened up practice and we tried to make it energetic. And like I said, I think our kids handled that very well. Uh, we, we actually gave them a day off or, or after school they went home. So I think hopefully our, our legs have recovered a little bit. Uh, and we got some good good work in the weight room, you know what I mean, in the past week. So I, I, I think our kids are excited to play after being a week off, uh, and hopefully that's made them a little bit hungrier. Finally, Coach, you're, you're standing in front of the team, and you're getting ready to take the field for the, tonight's playoff game. What is the one thing you tell them, you know, gentlemen, if we accomplish this one thing, we've got a good chance of winning tonight's football game? I tell you, it's going to come down to turnovers. I think the ball, the team that turns the ball over, you know what I mean, about, especially in this type of atmosphere with the playoffs, I think those those type of mistakes are, are going to kill you, and we can't give them uh, too many opportunities uh, to put points on the board. Coach, best of luck tonight. Thank you very much. doesn't love an adventure. If you crave something new and tasty, embark on the great dining adventure at Eastwood Mall. Whether you're dining in or getting it to go, there are more than 30 different eateries ready to please. Plan your roadmap to great dining by visiting us at eastwoodmall.com. Enjoy tantalizing tastes while supporting local businesses.
During the fall and winter, grilling season never ends, and Gessler Propane is your local supplier. Then make sure you get your hard-earned money's worth. Why go to gas exchanges to pay higher prices for tanks not filled to capacity? Gessler Propane makes sure you're prepared for year-round grilling with 100% filled tanks at a reasonable cost. See Bob Monday through Friday, 10 to 4, and Saturday, 9 to 3, at Gessler Propane, 702 Youngstown Poland Road, Struthers, or call 330-755-9119. Gessler Propane. They got gas. Hi, it's Mark Means, host of By All Means, Tuesdays at 5, right here on Western Reserve Radio, WRDB, The Scourge. And on the phone is the coach, Rob Gessler. Coach, how are you? We're doing fine uh, this evening. I want to say hello to you and uh, David back at the studio. And beautiful sunshine here. Got some yard work done. Waiting for you guys to give me a call. So I, I know that the answer might be obvious, but is, do, it, does it help or hurt or both when you're familiar with the playoff team like these two are with each other? Well, I will tell you this. I, I think Western Reserve has gotten a lot better. Um, I think that they were very tentative, although at their first meeting, um, they found a few things on one side of the ball. They seemed to attack their left side, um, and uh, they, they were able to run the ball quite well. Um, they are not a passing team, and I think that hurts them. Uh, where uh, Springfield is more of a balanced attack, so um, I think it's going to be interesting because I believe Western Reserve got a lot better. You know, it is interesting. A lot of people have, have said that. Coach even made the comment to me, you know, he, he was named the head coach a little late in the game. He even called their, their plan against Springfield in week two a little bit of vanilla. So it makes me wonder what they might have in, in store for them tomorrow night. Yeah, I agree. When we called the game, I mean, they did not get fancy with anything. What they did against them actually worked. I was kind of shocked that there wasn't any more adjustments because Springfield has a very good defense. Their linebackers are unbelievable. Um, you know, some of their stats are just uh, off the charts offensively and defensively on, on some of the stuff that they do. So um, I think they're going to be a lot better, at, again, with their progress. They have uh, progressed through and they have gotten better. Um, and, uh, you know, this remains to be seen. Um, I agree with uh, Coach Sean about uh, he mentioned something in the interview about a bye. Um, I'm with him. I don't like it. I don't like giving him a week off because sometimes you get a little lax. Sometimes you think about too much. Hey, we got this team the first time. You know, we should be able to get them. So uh, this is going to be, I think, an interesting game. Uh, I could be wrong because we don't know what's going to happen, but I, I think it, uh, Western Reserve is going to come out and give them a more of a game. In a year where, you know, coaches and players had to be more focused than ever when dealing with things off the field to allow them to be on the field, it is interesting because I know you've seen Springfield, what, five of the six games that they've played, and you know, mm -hmm. just listening to the broadcast, it makes me feel like Western Reserve gave them their best challenge all year long. Um, they really did. I, it, it, took, um, it took Springfield a while to get moving and, and really clicking, and then it was long pass plays, it was things to that nature. As far as the the, the pounding um, up front that, that they do and some of the throwing, 
um, they were just off a little bit. Now, is that a tribute to Western Reserve's defense and doing a great job against Springfield's offense, which is very high powered. You between running backs and and uh, their quarterback, it's just it is amazing watching this team and how they click. You know, let's put you in the shoes of you know, Coach Guerrero and, and Coach Lude for, for this game. When you're so familiar with each other to the point where you've already played once this year, is it about executing at the highest level of what you do best, or might we see a trick play or two tomorrow night? Well, I think you've got to be on your A game when you come to this tournament, okay? You've already played each other. I've always said throughout the years when I've coached football and gone into games where you had to play a team once, possibly twice in a season, the problem lies is it's hard to beat another team because they're now see what mistakes they made, and they're going to come after you. So this is going to be a challenge um, for Springfield again. They're strong, they're big, they do things right, but they're going to have to be careful because, again, Western Reserve's gotten better, and, and, and Springfield was off a week, and that could put a little damper on them. Yeah, that makes up an interesting point. I mean, except for, you know, they, uh, last week, Western Reserve got out to an early two-touchdown lead, Columbiana came back, and then the Blue Devils pulled away. How much does it help to be playing a week or be practicing a week to get ready for the next week's opponent? I, I just don't like the two weeks with the practices. As Coach Sean said, um, you know, he gave them a week off or a day off, excuse me, uh, just to let them go home, relax, and this and that. Because um, I'm going through it now where it's very difficult because you've been off and now you're trying to get these guys ready and stuff. So when you take that time off, you're, you're beating a dead dog. So sometimes you put too much emphasis on it. Um, as he said, he saw things that he needed to work on. I get it. But there's only so much time you could spend on that. And you can lose focus. Could you could, uh, let's just say the kids could get bored. Um, and that's just how it goes. I mean, so personally, I'd have kept playing. I would have not liked the buy because it just keeps them fresh and keeps them going. You never want to look ahead for an opponent assuming a victory, but I want to look at the other half of the bracket with you for a minute, and not in the fact you know who we think might be playing in the next round, but you look at you know, Springfield Western Reserve, the other half of the bracket, Garfield Heights Trinity and uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, two teams that are very familiar with being in the postseason, and whoever may come out of that will give either Western Reserve or Springfield quite the challenge. You know, and I and I agree, and and you know, and this is something that uh, my partner Jim Craven and I have talked about on the radio. Again, we uh, it, it's it's no disrespect to any team that that Springfield has played, but here's the issue. Okay, um, they talked about reserve having a vanilla type of offense. Okay, you they also played a Lowville team. Um, they played a Jackson Milton team. So the problem that I have is, again, no disrespect, but they're, they're, that, they're that much better than those teams. So they weren't pushed. What's going to happen to a Springfield team that gets pushed? Will these kids say panic, or are they going to say, don't worry, we got this? So when you face these other teams, 
um, Trinity, whoever they're going to, they may play in that, in that round. It, it may be a little mental tough, but they got to get past reserve first um, and do what they got to do. So that has my only been my concern. And again, it's no fault to anybody's because this is the pairings that they had through the season. So they wanted to play within um, their division, and unfortunately, it, it's just a little bit weak for them. How much of an advantage it is when you look at the, the leaders on the field for Springfield, you know, whether it be, you know, Paul Brunkard who played in a state championship game as a sophomore, you know, a lot of those returning players have that experience of playing, you know, at, uh, you know, in Canton at Hall of Fame Stadium. It didn't go their way, but they played five games last year and played for a state championship. Yeah, uh, and and they're putting up numbers that are absolutely. I mean, they're uh, the, the unbelievable. They're you know you're getting 210 yards passing per game plus, rushing at 173 yards plus. You know you got you got 35 touchdowns. They're averaging 72 tackles a game, eight sacks, two interceptions, and then of course then you look at the uh, that's <laughs> then you look at uh, your kicker in Medvik. I mean, he's incredible. What a weapon to have. He kicks them through the end zone, so that puts their, uh, their, the opponent's offense in, in a pickle. And they're not getting any runbacks and anything. And then, of course, you have the offense with um, uh, uh, Brungard um, and his brother Brady. They do an outstanding job. That offensive line is, is, is incredible. Um, and then they have a list of running backs. Uh, uh, Tyndall uh, was out for a couple of games. Um, I wasn't able to attend that. I went to see my nephew play uh, after that. But he takes the opening kickoff after he comes back and runs it back for a touchdown. So these are the type of players that they got. I mean, they play with a chip on their shoulder and say, bring it on. So I'm, I, this is going to be a challenge for them, but I think they are a strong, balanced football team. Coach, appreciate it. We'll be listening tomorrow night, beginning at 6.20 with the pregame kickoff right around 7 o'clock here on Western Reserve Radio. Thank you very much, and we'll be tuning in tomorrow night. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I hope the listeners listen on. We do a good job, and I think this will be a quality football game. All right, Dave, let's take a timeout. When we come back, we'll give you an update on who Springfield played last year in the state championship and how they're doing so far this year. And take a quick look at the schedule again right after this. Sportswear, located at 627 North Main Street in Niles, specializes in screen printing, embroidery, and promotional items at a competitive price. Select Sportswear customers enjoy friendly service, creative insight, and open communication from start to finish. With over 100 years of combined experience, the Select Sportswear team knows what works for you. When other printers disappoint, Select Sportswear delivers. For more information, go to SelectSportswear.com or call 330-544-8048. Bellaria Pizza and Italian Restaurant wishes good luck to our area team. Bellaria has been serving our valley for over 60 years, offering daily specials along with pizza, pasta, wings, and other family favorites. Visit BellariaPizza.net to find and order a location near you. Bellaria, we sell taste one bite at a time. Shamrock Concrete specializes in all types of concrete, driveways, 
sidewalks, basements, and garages. We also do stamped colored concrete and many different designs. We do interior and exterior stonework, regular brick and block work. Sandrock Concrete is fully insured. Call Jerry Sandrock at 330-506-0013 for an estimate. Also find them on Facebook at Sandrock Concrete LLC. Sandrock Concrete, where you deal with the owner all the time. It's all of the spring and summer action of Cleveland Cobras Minor League Football here on Western Reserve Radio. Follow the Cobras as they compete in the Gridiron Developmental Football League against top teams from across the nation in pursuit of a GDFL championship. And if you're looking to continue your football career after high school, college, or even the pros, go to ClevelandCobrasFootball.com or contact Jesse Caldwell at 330-416-3442. Looking for a fun, family-friendly outdoor activity? Here at God's Country ATV Tours, we offer guided tours on our 84-acre course. First-time riders, experienced, a couple, or a family, we promise an awesome time on our trail. Ride around woods, lakes, hills, and open grasslands. Rent our ATVs or bring your own to ride. Our beautiful lodge can be rented for parties, weddings, and events. Other activities include rowboats, cornhole, buffalo feeding, and a giant playground for the kids. For more information and pricing, visit us on Facebook at God's Country ATV Tours. What do basketball, choir, drama clubs, and marching bands all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of the typical Ohio high school budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Looking for your weekly fix of football? Tune in to Western Reserve Radio every Wednesday from 5 to 7 p.m. for Just Football, Madden. Hi, it's Mark Means, host of By All Means, Tuesdays at 5, right here on Western Reserve Radio, WRDB, The Scourge. Special edition of By All Means High School Football Playoff Edition. Mark Means, Dave Ferris with you. Big thank you to our guest today, Tim Continenza, the play-by-play man on Western Reserve Radio 2, and the coach Bob Gessler over on Western Reserve here on Western Reserve. In the small town of Elmira, New York, a boy was born into an all-American family. The odds of him achieving his dream in the fashion industry? One in 23 million. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 68. I am Tommy Hilfiger, and my family is affected by autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Apologize for the technical difficulties, but we are going to put a wraps on this playoff preview show with a reminder. Don't forget, tomorrow on Western Reserve Radio 2, it is Cleveland Villa Angeles St. Joe's 1-6 at Ursuline 4-2, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. Here on Western Reserve Radio, it is Western Reserve 4-3 at Springfield 6-0, 6.20 is the time for the pregame. Coming up at 7 o'clock, the teams, of course... 
the coach Bob Gessner and Jim Craven here on Western Reserve Radio and over on Western Reserve Radio 2. It is Tim Continenta and Matt Emsch. For my producer and co-host Dave Ferris, my name is Mark Fiennes. You've been listening to By All Means Special High School Football Playoff Preview here on Western Reserve Radio. We'll talk to you next week, everyone. Catch all of the spring and summer action of Cleveland Cobras Minor League Football here on Western Reserve Radio. Follow the Cobras as they compete in the Gridiron Developmental Football League against top teams from across the nation in pursuit of a GDFL championship. And if you're looking to continue your football career after high school, college, or even the pros, go to ClevelandCobrasFootball.com or contact Jesse Caldwell at 330-416-3442. Looking for a fun, family-friendly outdoor activity? Here at God's Country ATV Tours, we offer guided tours on our 84-acre course. First-time riders, experienced, a couple, or a family, we promise an awesome time on our trail. Ride around woods, lakes, hills, and open grasslands. Rent our ATVs or bring your own to ride. Our beautiful lodge can be rented for parties, weddings, and events. Other activities include rowboats, cornhole, buffalo feeding, and a giant playground for the kids. For more information and pricing, visit us on Facebook at God's Country ATV Tours. Youngstown, Warren, and Salem's local and national sports talk. Found and tune in. And the live 365 app at West River Radio. WRDB, the Scourge.